Welcome, welcome. Episode 69 of the No Clue Podcast. We're back after a week off. Um, glad to be back. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Tyler. I'm Mike. And uh, <clears throat> I played that because one of the members of Dim Franchise Boys died yesterday. Buddy, his name is. Um, so had to had to throw it out. I haven't heard that song in a long time. So uh, let's jump right into it, man. The big, 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 big news. Mr. Luck <laughs> and the Colts. Uh, I was shocked. I, <laughs> I was think everyone compl- was shocked. Yeah, I was completely... Uh, my friend sent it to me, and I thought he was joking. I was like, yeah, this I has to too. be a troll. Like, there's no way he just up and retired. Right. Uh, man, I don't even know. My first reaction was, you, you don't do this two weeks before the season. <laughs> right. Now, you know, there's... I'll ask you this. How about, did you support it, or did you hate that decision that he made? Um... The decision, I, I can't say I, I can't say either really. I guess I'm more towards yeah. hating it than supporting it. But the timing plays such a big part of it, you know. Yeah. Um, the timing I really really hate. But as far as the decision itself, at any other time, I I support it. That's cool. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty much on the same page. It just. You just you don't do this two weeks before the season. Like, yeah. I, I get he's hurt. I get it that the they couldn't get an offensive line for like four or five years. Mm-hmm. Even when they were good, they didn't really have an offensive line. Mm-hmm. But like two weeks before the season, yeah, like six that, years. Whatever, in- whatever calf injury or high ankle, like it's crazy. I read into his injury and I found out that he had like three different ones according to reports. Mm. Like there was articles of him having a high ankle sprain. I don't know where that came from. Uh-huh. Uh, there was articles of him having the calf issue, like I originally thought. Uh huh. And then there was like some other strain that I'm like, like a lower leg strain. I'm like, what is going on? First of all, why are you describing pretty much the same thing in different ways? Right. Like you, you know, it's not literally the same thing, but you're talking about the same area. Yeah. 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 Um. It was just weird to me, man. I just. It had to have been really bad for him to just hang it up. Like he, I think he was gonna miss a, a serious amount of games. Well, that's if you. That's if you say he did it because of the injury. Which, apparently, you know, a lot of people are saying he just did it emotionally. Like he just couldn't. Like his mental health, he quit because of his mental health. Yeah, I mean, if that's the case, again, I'm on the same page as you. I understand the decision that he made. Uh, at the end of the day, you always want to do what's best for you. But two weeks before the season, right? If he did this, if he did this in March or like, you know, uh, when does the season end? Like February, Jan, like January, February, March. Yeah, February. The Super Bowl's in February. Yeah, I like it would have been a topic, but it wouldn't have been controversial. Not as controversial for sure. Yeah, I, I mean, if it would have just out, been weird because he's so young. Yeah, six but if years. he comes out and gives the reasons he gave, you know, the health issues, the 
whether it's a mental thing or not. Yeah. That's understandable. Yeah, yeah, at, at that time, yeah. But you right. mean to tell me two weeks ago you didn't feel the same way you do right now? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? This had to have been... It's been three preseason games? Yeah. And he just now... I mean, all that training camp, three preseason games, and he just now realizing he don't want to play this year. <laughs> it makes me It makes me want to defend the Colts who haven't put a line or uh, an offensive line to protect him. It's like, how are you just going to up and leave? Right. Bro, the Colts have a finally a complete roster, too. Yeah. I don't give a shit about the Colts. And outside of Indianapolis, I don't know too many people that do. Right. Uh, Even when Peyton Manning was there, there was a lot of Peyton fans, not a lot of Colts fans. Exactly. And, and like, this franchise is, is kind of mediocre in terms of, like, how popular they are. Mm hmm. And they're not going to have complete rosters very often. Right, yeah. So you're wasting... A, now you pretty much are wasting a year with a Super Bowl contender. And this yeah. isn't the NBA where, oh, you have a dynasty. Like, in the NFL, even if you have a dynasty, that shit could be over in, like, a year or two. Right, it's really only been, like, three dynasties ever in football. Right. Like, legit dynasties. Right. Yeah. You don't see teams winning the Super Bowl multiple times in a row. Right. Like, there's a reason for that. Yeah. Uh, and it's just... It, I, I honestly felt bad for the Colts once I kind of, like, settled in and then really, like, absorbed the news. Oh, I do. For sure. Yeah, the Colts... The Colts are definitely getting the rawest deal out of this. Yeah. And I, I had no issue with the fans booing him. Yeah, I don't either. I would have booed his ass, too, if I was out there. <laughs> If I was a major Colts fan, I would have booed him too, yeah. Can you imagine getting season tickets to your... The Colts are, like, a contenders for the first time in five, six years. <laughs> imagine wearing a jersey that day. His jersey. Oh, man. <laughs> it's a throwback within, you know, in a matter of minutes. You walk in there and all of a sudden the jersey you got on is a throwback. Yeah, that's terrible, man. <laughs> Yeah, I just like like I went through you know we, me and you went to a college where we wanted to quit so many times, <laughs> right? For a variety of different things. Yeah, but once like once the the training started, once we started practicing, even even if I hated it, I never thought like I'm just gonna up and leave a month before the year or and like, we weren't getting paid. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like I felt like I don't know. It's just like a team sport unwritten rule. Yeah, you abandon your team. It doesn't show good leadership at all. No, it doesn't. It's just crazy because Luck seems like such a good guy. He seems like such a good leader. Yeah, seems like it. I I was shocked. Yeah, I mean, and they came out today and said he told the backup yesterday. I mean, well, the day before he retired. The day before. Yeah, 24 hours. (laughs) What is Jacoby Brissett supposed to do now? Like... He is put in an awful position. Yeah, what difference does it make? Like, what day he told... He might as well have just told him when he Bro, told everybody if, else. If you ain't tell him in in spring, you fucked up. <laughs> right. But, really, even if he did, there's nothing he could have did about it. No. Nah. Like, he should have told the coach. And then Brissette could have, you, you know, got some more reps or something from... You know, from the jump, but not, you know, just tell him. I would be like, well, what am I supposed to do with that information? 
It's it's terrible, man. Uh, it does make me think that it was like an impulse decision. Yeah. Because I just can't imagine, like, what did he sit down after the second preseason game? It was like, you know, these coming out of these Sundays, I'm in pain. I don't want to play anymore. And, like, I'm just going to retire. Right. It's, it's not the way to handle it. No, it's not. Yeah, well, good luck to the Colts for the rest of the season. Watch them be fire still. <laughs> right? Watch teams them be better, be, low-key. Teams are, aren't going to be ready for Brissett like they're going to be for Luck. Right. Is yeah. he a Hall of Famer? No, right? Luck? Yeah. Heck no. Yeah, not to me either. Six years? He'd have to like really set the world on fire, and he didn't set the world on fire to me. I thought he had... I thought he was on a trajectory to be a Hall of Famer. I thought he, yeah, he was on trajectory to have a chance. It, with the quarterbacks, well, I mean, it's not as selective as the NBA, but with the quarterbacks, you gotta like, you have to have like a couple magical seasons. Yeah. And they were just so bad so often. He was good, but the team was just really, really, really bad. And yeah. unfortunately, that is how that's how it goes in football. No matter how good your quarterback is, oh, yeah. the team will be trash. I hope teams better take note of this. Wow. Start investing in an offensive line. Oh yeah, for sure. Stop drafting a quarterback every year. Like, like Arizona drafted Kyler Murray, and mm-hmm. there's not a doubt in my mind they're gonna suck. Right. Everybody's watching Kyler suck during the preseason. Like, oh, maybe he's a bust. Like, he he doesn't have any protection. He's not going to be good even if he's Tom Brady. Right. And he's a good runner. He's not a great runner to, like, still be all right. He's not Michael Vick in the (laughs) (laughs) mid-2000s. Right. That doesn't even exist anymore. Like, Right. Yeah. He's not someone who can make up for, you know, a terrible line. Yeah. No way. All right. Um, is there anything else you want to say about luck? Uh, you think that we're gonna see this again, like an early retirement? I think so. Yeah. Like you think he's gonna popularize it, or you think it's just I just somebody's just gonna do it? I think somebody's gonna do it, and we're gonna come back to this. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, like if if Cam suffers a major injury this season, you don't think he's gonna think about it? <laughs> How many injuries has Cam had? He's had a lot. Right. Yeah. And he's fucked up the most important thing for a quarterback, his shoulder. But Cam, I don't think Cam will because Cam's like a little more uh, charismatic than Luck. Cam could like ride out his endorsements and just not be playing for a long time. You know what I mean? Yeah. He could still, as long as he's on the team, people will always like Cam. But I don't think... Like, I know some people think Luck is good, but I don't know any even Luck fans. Like, someone who says, oh, Luck is my favorite quarterback. Like you said about Peyton. Yeah. Luck didn't have that kind of fandom. No, he didn't. And um, those guys, it's easier for them to just quit because it's like, I don't owe anybody anything. Nobody really likes me that much anyway. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Cam, I think Cam would have to really think about it. But he might. I, I I still wouldn't be surprised, but... I think he'd think about it harder than someone like Luck would think about it. 
I just <laughs> I'm assuming guys won't do what Luck did and at the timing know, wise. Yeah, like you have to if you play out a year and you feel like Luck felt or feels. Mm. I understand. Again, you have to do what's best for you. I get it. Yeah, or at least first two weeks training camp, you come in, you know, you're right. just not okay, feeling yeah, it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, you get that first bit of contact. You're like, you know what, man? Nah. <laughs> nah. I'm good. <laughs> right. This isn't going to work. Yeah. It's and not as bad as uh, Vontae, Vontae Davis. <laughs> you looked up his name? <laughs> yeah, I had to. <laughs> Not even close. I saw, dude, all over, like, uh, all, all the YouTube, like, comments. I saw, like, the ESPN reports. Yeah. And all the YouTube comments were talking about, it's still not as bad as uh, Vontae Davis. I was like, oh, okay, that's his name. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's not as bad, but it is but as, as bad much, at It's the same bad time. because it's a, it's a, it's a franchise quarterback. Yeah, like, I was about to say, you Vontae Davis, I, I never even heard of him until he nah, did yeah. that. He was mediocre. And Luck is a four-time pro bowler, you know, the star of the team, the team. Right. And doing that, so, yeah. A lot of uh, early retirements this year, man. We saw Collison just bounce out, Luck. I think there'll probably be another one early. Maybe even after the season starts. Gronk was Gronk considered early? I Gronk was for, right after the season last year, right? Yeah. Nah. I guess Gronk's not that early, especially for a receiver like tight end. And Gronk had like a ton of injuries and concussion issues. Like, has Gronk? Have you ever seen him play a full year? I haven't. <laughs> I think, I think once. Oh no! I'm no, probably not. No, I think I've definitely, I've as definitely seen I, him miss a couple weeks. Yeah. As far as I remember, he always misses a, a few games. Yeah, at least two. <laughs> but also, with the Patriots, you never know if that's him or, you know, they might just not need him to play certain games. Yeah. When you have someone like Brady, like the Spurs, like, you know. Tony and Duncan would sit out some games that they knew they were going to work, people. Sure, yeah. They I used to Gronk... sit out games, and they would almost beat, like, top-tier NBA teams. <laughs> Patty would come in and get it done. Facts. Yeah, they, I, I think Gronk got that same kind of treatment sometimes. Yeah. But he's either way, he didn't play the full season. But, um, yeah, you, you saw that segue. I did. Speaking of, I like that. Speaking of Patty, the FIBA god, <laughs> one of the few. There's not many who have that title. You're right. I, How I many only... games was it? 75? Did you oh, see the, that? The USA won or what? Yeah, the the streak that Australia uh, broke with them. Yeah, what did I don't know. Yeah, so, it's like well, a... this is their first loss since 2006. Um I want to say yeah, I think so. Did you watch the game? I watched, like, the condensed game. I didn't watch it mm-hmm. live, no. Yeah, I watched the highlights. I didn't get a chance to see the game. I didn't think – I'll be honest with you. I didn't think I needed to watch the the scrimmages. <laughs> uh, the, the tune-up games? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't either. You know, they, look, they looked uh, vulnerable but still solid against Spain. So I was like – I mean, they should be fine if they can handle Spain. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but man, was I wrong. Yeah, se- 78 game winning streak for the U.S. in tune up games. Hmm. <laughs> How do you lose a tune up game? Snapped. Oh my God. That's like, dude, we used to play. Uh, in high school, our first preseason game, we used to spank whatever whatever team we played by at least thirty five. Yeah, that's like losing to like the one of the prime up games. Like you know how like Kansas plays like three garbage teams before they even like play a real college basketball game. Yeah, all the big schools usually right. do. UNC and like goes and plays like an Ivy League school or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's crazy. It just. From what I saw, what shocked me more than, like, because I knew Patty Mills could go off. I knew that we talked about how they're not, you know, Team USA is not as good. Yeah, P- Patty's led the Olympics in scoring one yeah. time. Twice, I think, maybe. But the fact that from, from again, I saw highlights. I didn't see the whole game. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. But Team USA looked like a low IQ basketball team. Yeah. How Explain that to me. Well, from what I saw, <clears throat> and I don't know if this is Popovich's fault because Popovich can't pick the team, you know. Yeah. But they weren't playing. Like the positions look so weird. Mm. Like I, they're not playing any positions. And I get it. The NBA is positionless basketball, but we're not playing in the NBA no, anymore. We're, not. we're playing worldwide. We have Powell and Mark Gasol on the same team. Remember, you remember how stacked their lineup used to be. Yep. They used to have um, Rubio, Navarro, Rudy Fernandez, Powell, and Mark. And they, used to, I mean, we went out there with like Plumley and like all guards. I mean, Jason Tatum was guarding Patty Mills for the last ten buckets, Pat, like the last five buckets Patty gave us. And Jason Patty was Tatum just was guarding sprinting him. to the ball, getting a bucket. Patty's six foot, and Jason Tatum is a starting small forward in the league. Come on, man. It just didn't make a lot of sense to me from the things I saw. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't understand. They had Chris Middleton listed as a power forward. Wow. A power forward? If you're going to play Chris Middleton a power forward, why not just keep Thaddeus Young? <laughs> right. My God. <laughs> Scola will eat Chris Middleton alive in the paint. And he's 50 yeah. years old. Yeah, it just, I, I feel like... Team USA and, and where I think they're lacking is it's be, NBA has become so star driven. Yeah, it has. Like so star driven. You don't even have like how many teams have systems in the NBA, honestly. Like what? how many teams just run pick and roll through their best player or a post up for their best player? <laughs> Most of them. There's like, like five systems left in the league. Yeah. Legit systems. <laughs> It's crazy, and every you know, other countries have only gotten better. And the the craziest thing is, the best team runs a system, and it's like I don't know why. Like normally, in the NBA, the other teams will try to conform to the best team, and the Warriors have a system, right? But yet, no one else does. <laughs> it's like you know, the Warriors, the Spurs. I say the Blazers have a system. I'll give Utah. Utah has a system. I don't know if any team in the East has a system. Yeah, I can't. Like, I'm trying to think. 
Mm. Yeah, I can't. Miami, maybe. Maybe, but they they have new players every year. <laughs> Someone yeah. new is starting for them every year. Yeah, and Miami just kind of plays like hard, so it's not. I don't really want to point to like a system. Philly might have a system. Really? They might. <laughs> they might. They don't do a lot of. Really, because none of them are like good one-on-one players. They don't do a lot of one-on-one. I didn't see a lot of system. They ran sets for, for like Redick. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, right. Clippers have a system. See, I Clippers. Mm, nah. They do, but they're a good balance of system and not system. They, they're they they find the good balance from feeding the hot hand and just playing every you know guys are just playing together. Yeah. Which is a credit to Doc, but right. We named five teams with a system. It's just it's to me like international players have also individually got better. Yeah. But they haven't gotten like international teams have not gotten away from playing team basketball. Right. There's no reliance like even why do you Luka Doncic didn't average much because he doesn't force it. No, he doesn't. A and he still these, was MVP in uh, EuroLeague. Yeah, a lot of these international guys come out and their numbers don't look that good. Right. And there's a reason for that. Yeah. Uh, and from what I saw, it just Team USA looked confused. They looked overwhelmed by just, like, by Patty Mills moving really fast without the ball. Yeah. Like, that's the same shit that Ginobili did to f- screw them over in, like, 04. And the worst part is they beat them like two nights before. Mm. They beat them, and That's then crazy. came back and lost. And they have Australia has a solid starting lineup. They do. Did they? They started Delvanova, Patty, so. Ingles, Bogut, and I know who the other one was, but I can't remember right now. But. Again, it's positions though. I'm I'm not sure if they if Team USA even started a center. It it frustrated me, man. Like I just Patty Mills was eating, but again, he was eating in such a way where I'm looking at Team USA like the fact that you're getting killed on this is embarrassing. Right. Like Patty Mills was just working to get buckets. He wasn't like he wasn't sizing anybody up. Yeah, he hit a few tough shots. That's what good players do. But, my God, the fact that he's sprinting to get the ball and you're closing out on him like he's already shot the ball. Right. Like he's Steph Curry and he's just going to throw it up. Like he's not <laughs> a smart player and could just go by somebody. Like. And the next worst thing is his coach is coaching the team. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Like, come on, you know Patty. Like, that's why you have Patty. Which he, like, definitely doesn't use Patty as much as he could in the league. No, yeah. Patty could, I mean, Patty could average 10 more points than he does easily. But, you know, he knows that Patty can get off. And come on, man. They got, like, Jalen Brown was out there on him one time, 40 feet from the basket. Like, Patty's the quickest dude on the court. Why is Jalen Brown checking him, you know, five feet past the three-point line? What is Marcus Smart doing? (laughs) 
Why is he on the roster? I have no idea, man. Is he not on the roster for this specific reason? <laughs> yeah. I know he's not out there to get buckets, like... <laughs> unless out. he's putting on an Oklahoma State uniform. Right. It just... So many questionable decisions. And again, I understand it's a, a tune-up game. But how, how do you make so many, like, bad choices? Right. Oh, um, Baines was the other start power forward, starting power forward. Oh, I was okay. trying to remember. So Australia got some size. I didn't know Baines was Australian. Yeah, I, the red hair kind of fools you, huh? Yeah. Um, the other problem was Harrison Barnes had twenty points. <laughs> that's a problem, man. <laughs> that's that's a major issue. Seriously. Harrison right, Barnes is like not a good. He's not a. He doesn't work well in plays at he's all. A, you know what? What's one thing? And I don't really use this this word for players often, but Barnes is kind of a ball hog. <laughs> oh, for sure. And Barnes, on Team USA. I don't know about Team USA because again, I, I saw highlights. No, but I'm a, saying they have a ball hog, a known ball hog on Team USA. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> and he had 20. You know, if he had 20, that means guys like legit scorers all, each got five less shots. For sure. And so. those scorers stood around probably and didn't and got stiff. Right. And Barnes is not those. a good cutter. He's a decent spot-up shooter. Just decent. Serviceable. Yeah. yeah there's the Mitchells and the Tatums probably weren't getting off like they should be getting off you honestly you lost me when you said like tatum was out there guarding patty mills yes there's, there's no scenario where like i'm processing it in my head and i coach fourth graders i'm not greg popovich <laughs> but i would not make that decision dude it's on the highlight it's on patty's i watched patty's Highlights, just his highlights. I saw him getting buckets on him, but I figured it was off like switches or something. No, Patty brought the ball up court. Tatum was checking him when he had the ball when he from the inbound. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? What is happening? Yeah, man. They got they got figured out. Yeah. Hopefully, this loss will motivate them. Yeah, it, this doesn't mean that much to me, but it is wild how they lost the streak. Patty getting 30. Like, you know. If Patty was just bringing the ball up, sizing up, and draining it in people's eye, yeah, I would have been like, look, Patty's a goat. That's what he does. <laughs> yeah, but he was the, getting the, picks. and Yeah, the fact that there's He so was many, taking people to the basket. Patty should never, ever, never. ever have a layup. You, dude, you have – what is Plumlee on the team for? What is Miles Turner on the team for? Miles Turner led the NBA in blocks. And – you got Patty Mills at six foot laying the ball up with his left hand easily. No help. He was getting to the rack and it was just like warm up layups. <laughs> the yeah, fact that you're allowing, if a guy has 20 plus points, he should never in his fucking life get a warm up layup. <laughs> right. I don't, even if he's a scrub, if he has 20 points, he's playing well. Like you have to guard him. Right. Right, and that's if if it's just someone who has twenty points, let alone the Olympic leading scorer. Like it doesn't make sense, man. But it's it's their world. 
Good try, Team USA. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> yeah. Next time. That's we'll a, we'll, next we'll time. leave it at that. Yeah, man. And then Australia doesn't even have, you know, one of the all-stars they have in the league. Right. They don't have any all-stars, actually. <laughs> Not one. And we have two. We have three, right? <laughs> yeah. Patty Mills was looking like the only all-star out there. <laughs> right. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Kimba had 22, but his man or, you know, his matchup got 30. So <laughs> so you lost. Like, how you lose the matchup? <laughs> <laughs> and you're the best player, best understand. point guard in Why the whole FIBA. Since when is Jason Tatum a defensive stopper? <laughs> I, I saw know, people man. when I saw people when he was at Duke. People were giving him buckets. Of course. So it's like, I, whatever, man. Let's we got to move on. Yeah, yeah, we do. Just it's hopefully they'll figure it out from here. Yeah. If we we come out there and lose two of the, oh, I can't even picture that. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of figuring it out, the Lakers. Demarcus Cousins is out for the season. Man, I feel bad. I know, man. For him, he might really be care. the next person retiring. I don't give a shit about the Lakers, but I feel bad for him. Right. So, um, Lakers obviously had to act fast, and <laughs> when in doubt, sign Dwight. <laughs> um, Dwight's back on the Lakers Cousins is out for the season Does this change Anything for you with the Lakers It did for me um, I like how you put it It drops him A spot In the like the rank, in the standings mm-hmm. That's it um, I don't think it's that big a change Because I don't think Cousins would have played As many minutes as people think Right because uh, they definitely would have, even without this injury, they would have managed to shit out his minutes. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> but they somehow got worse with, you know, I call it addition by subtraction. But why would you add Dwight? <laughs> they have, you know, 20 guards already. <laughs> and, you know, yeah, Kuzma and LeBron, I guess they don't. Didn't you're think they need guy, any other position. You're getting such a... And I watched his, what, what was it, nine Wizards games or whatever it was. Did he only play nine games? It might have been 12. It was, wow. it was a small number. Wow. Okay. I'm, I'm be honest. He's washed. Oh, yeah, he is. For like, sure. there's no other way. There's no, there's no, like, him figuring it out and coming back and, and being a good player. Like, don't get me wrong. He could still get you. He could go crazy and get you a bunch of rebounds if you play him 40 minutes. Yeah. He could still get you 20, 30 rebounds. He could, if he, if they're not guarding him, he'll get you a bunch of lobs, a bunch of layups. I haven't seen him block a shot in like five years hmm. since he what? was on Atlanta, probably. Yeah. That one year. Yeah. I haven't seen him be a good NBA player since his uh, little random. A thirty thirty game or whatever it was. What team was that on? Charlotte, I want to say. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Kimba was going off to that year. They, yeah. I kind of liked them together when they played well, but when they played bad, it was just a mockery. But Howard, 
Dude, Howard takes up space. He does. He's, you know what's crazy about, especially with like him getting worse in these last like eight years? Mm-hmm. He doesn't catch the ball that well. No, he doesn't. Dude, like that is the first skill a big man should have. Before any other skill, you have to be able to catch the ball. Yeah, and he used to have some of the best hands in the league. For sure. Yeah, he I don't know what s- happened. You remember he used to seal people and it was just over. Him like, and um, Jameer. He would just seal people, and Jameer would just throw it into him. Turkaloo would throw it into him. Yeah. Rashard would more often shoot, but sometimes he'd throw it into him. That Jameer-Dwight-Alley-Oop tandem, like... Oh, man. It shaped how all the alley-oops are right now. Yeah. They were the first people I saw do it so smoothly. Off that pick and roll and just going up. And Dwight would go get it every time. Turkaloo looked like an all-star playing pick and roll with Dwight. Yeah, he did. For the only year of his career, he ever looked like an all-star. <laughs> yeah. And Dwight was the the focal point of that. Yeah. But anyway, like, he's washed, and I, I just don't understand. You have this volatile mix that I think should work, but adding Dwight makes me lean towards the fact that it won't. Yeah, because I don't... Dwight is really just going to be a body out there. They might as well have kept Tyson Chandler to to do that. Yeah, for sure. And at least Tyson, Tyson Chandler... Won two point, games for him last year. At, at this point, Tyson Chandler could do that so much better than Dwight. Yeah. Because yeah. Dwight, honestly, has never developed into just like a high-energy defensive player. No. Even though he won defense of the year... Defense but player at, of the year At that twice. point, he was like peak... Yeah. I'm talking about the guy who's no longer an all-star, oh, no longer yeah. a top-tier center. Since he left Orlando, you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> right. He He's out there. First of all, he doesn't really run, you know, basket to basket like you want him to. Yeah. Like you said, he doesn't block shots like you want him to. I mean, he doesn't block some easy ones, too. Like, they're coming right at him and he doesn't block it sometimes. You know what's crazy is how is a guy who's been in the league since what oh six? I think I think he was drafted in 05, yeah. He's he's like been in the NBA as the NBA has changed. Yeah. And he still cannot switch out onto perimeter players. He like, can, still I, can't do anything asking, but catch lobs. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> there's the problem. Like he just hasn't gotten better. No, he hasn't. He's his body has broken down and so I don't know if his skill set just hasn't shown on the court. I don't know if it's like a mental thing cuz I know he worked with Hakeem like 6 summers in a row. <laughs> worked with him what? Cleaning his toilets? He wasn't doing anything <laughs> on the work- court. He was working on post moves, I thought. <laughs> I don't I'm waiting to see them maybe in the big 3. He painted Hakeem's house. He definitely <laughs> wouldn't play in basketball. There's no way. Bro, there's videos every, online of him working on Every other player who's post-game. ever worked with Hakeem has gotten better. Every, everyone. It's crazy. It just, man, I don't understand why sign him. Like you said, get Tyson back. They should have gave Anthony Davis the rest of his money. that He took the break from that LeBron promised him. Remember? Yeah. LeBron was like, yeah, yeah. Take, this, take this break off and, you know, like I'll promise. like $5 million? Yeah. Give him his money back. Please. <laughs> Please. Might as well. If you're going to just throw it away on Dwight Howard. 
Yeah. And man. honestly, dude, you I feel like you could already picture the Lakers are gonna close games with LeBron at the four, A D at the five. Oh, of course. Like I could picture that before, even with Cousins healthy. Yeah. And now you add Dwight and like you're just gonna you're either gonna play him like limited minutes and he's gonna get worked out there or my, he might even he might fool you into thinking he's like ready to to get back at it. <laughs> and do I don't work. think he Well, they had a choice between him and Joe Kim. The Memphis was going to give him either one. They picked Dwight over Joe Kim. And Joe Kim I mean, you know, we joke about Joe Kim a lot, but Joe Kim had a really good finish to the season for him. He did. Yes. For someone who didn't play the last 3 years or whatever. Uh but they picked Dwight. I guess probably only because Dwight catches lobs and Joachim doesn't. And that's LeBron's game. The Tristan Thompson game. <laughs> but, like, Tristan Thompson's so much better at being an energy, like, rebound glass cleaner. Oh, he is, for sure. <laughs> so much better. Like, Dwight never could adjust to just being an energy guy. Yeah. For, even though, like you said, all he does is catch lobs, yet somehow he's finding ways to post up. Right. I swear, other than actual people with post moves, Dwight is the last player who actually gets force-fed in the post. Right. Yeah. Like, I never, in the last, even in Orlando, when they force-fed him, I was like, this is not what they should be doing. That was the only time they, you know... Couldn't finish games when they started force-feeding him. When he started thinking he was a star. Him winning the dunk contest might be the worst thing that ever happened to his career. Because <laughs> he changed. His mentality changed. When he started being called Superman and stuff. Yeah. I just think that the game got away from him. Like he, Like, he was an elite rim protector. Yeah. And it just... You have to be able to switch on perimeter players and you don't, you're not going to lock them up but you have to be capable yeah and when you're obvious exposure as soon as you check any perimeter players mm-hmm. like like DJ Augustine would fry him I'm yeah. not I'm not talking about like I understand Harden and like Steph would cook him but when like role players will start taking you off the dribble yeah you're a you're a mismatch why are you on the court right and he doesn't like he he doesn't dominate rebounds to stay on the court. Shea Gill just Alexander would give him a bucket for sure. Yeah, yeah. He he doesn't he doesn't play physical anymore. No, he doesn't. He doesn't he doesn't even know how to play physical. Right. Dude, I lost all respect for him when he got ejected in the L.A. playoff game when uh-huh. they got swept when Kobe tore his Achilles. Yeah. I was like, dude, how do you not... You look like you don't know how to post up. Yeah. Anyway. I think... I mean, I don't think it's going to be such a big difference for the Lakers. Because, if anything, they're just going to bury him on the bench. Yeah. Uh, which is what I think they're going to do. I think JaVale is just going to be able to play a little more physical. For sure. JaVale's perfect for what the Lakers need. Yeah, but I'm saying he's going to play a little more physical. And they, they know that if they need to bring someone in for five more fouls, they got Dwight. <laughs> or, you yeah. know, six more fouls, I should say. But 
Yeah, man. Whack. Uh, what else? That's it for sports. I think so, man. It's still a bit of a slow time in sports. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick Chung indicted on cocaine possession. Jesus. Yeah. Did you see uh, who just got signed to an extension? In the NFL? No, nah, in the NBA. Oh. Karis Levert. Oh, Levert. How about that? <laughs> hey, shout out. He deserves it, man. He played really good last year. He he played good the year before, too. Yeah, yeah, he did. Uh, Team USA beat Canada today, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Not a big deal. Final warm-up game. All right, the real games start. Yeah, the 31st is the first real game, I believe. Hmm. Okay. All right. Um <clears throat> uh You want to transition it? Since we got yeah. so much music? Yeah, we do have a lot. All right. You want to um You want to talk you about your gym? Uh, well, you were supposed to go see him this weekend. <laughs> uh yeah. Unfortunately, didn't get a chance to. But uh, shout out Gold Link, kind of an underrated album. Looking back on it, it was it was underrated, and it's still kind of underrated. I don't know why it's not he, getting. Um, he just doesn't have the like, like the fan base that he deserves. I think. Yeah, yeah. Like he doesn't have like, you know, the random people batting for him on social media. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's it's kind of weird seeing that Crew was such a major hit. You know, Crew mm-hmm. on Spotify at least was streamed more than his entire new album. Crew that's by crazy. itself, man, all his bad. new album, every song combined, was streamed less than Crew. That's crazy. Yeah, and people, it's like they heard Crew and didn't care who made the song, <laughs> which is weird. I don't think. I didn't look at the streaming numbers from his last album, but I'd be surprised if you probably could add this last album other than Crew and the new album. Crew is like over like 150 million streams. Wow. <laughs> this to me, this song is my favorite from the album. From the new one? Yeah. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> uh, this is Gold Link. Millionaire drug dealer raps Show and tell If I say it you can see it Push Coke white spider Coke white rover Coke white, coke white No baking soda Park a half a million on the curb just to show ya You can be the mayor when the whole city owe ya We body body like them no limit soldiers This ice cream man kilos go for lower The luggage is the new collab duffel by Ramoa The leather shoulder straps makes it easier for chauffeurs The PJs for six, you better hope one is not your bitch And drug dealers never been her niche We can pair risk by the watch complication We can pair rich by who's more ostentatious Diamonds line up, make a star constellation And never talk numbers via phone conversation 
patients, I mix and match them. Platinum and gold links, a perfect combination like when Pusher and Gold Link. That was Coke White by Gold Link and Pusha T. Uh, we got a lot of albums to get into, man. We got two weeks worth of albums. Yep. So you want to start with last week? Yeah. All right, so where do you want to start? Snoop. Okay, Snoop Dogg. I want to thank me. Is that it? Yep. <laughs> Snoop Dogg, man, has been able to somehow... I don't know if adapt is the right word, but somehow uh, find his own space in every era since he's been rapping. Anytime a new era starts, Snoop finds a way to get a, he'll get one good song in at least in every, you know, um, all the evolution of music. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think of this album though? Coming off as Hollywood star. Um, it's been a while since I listened to, like, real Snoop Dogg. Yeah, like the real rapping. Like, he was kind of dormant for a while. He was he was chilling. He had the little Jamaican thing going on or whatever that was. He had a singing one. Yeah, Rasta, reggae yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and I was surprised when this came out. I didn't know about it. I wasn't really expecting it. Mm-hmm. 
man, I'm I really can't. Remember. It's it was probably before 2010 since I've listened to a, like a real rap album from him. For real, he's had albums since then though. I know, I know but I, I haven't really like been interested in him honestly. Uh huh. He's just kind of been like around. He's just kind of been chilling. I from the little bit of stuff I heard, I didn't really like and and. Like I heard, he he didn't sound very good with like Wiz, uh, early on in the decade. Yeah. To me, but anyway, I got to this album and I, I kind of had no expectations for it or anything. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And I was shocked at how good he sounded on this. Yeah, man. His lyrics, his lyrics are still on point. After yeah, all this time, still, he's still an elite rapper. Which I was not ready for. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of disrespectful, but you know, you, all these guys fall off after like a decade or two. Yeah, a lot of. He's the only one like from his era still making good raps. Yeah, he's. I was really thinking, other than him and Jay, like him and Jay Z are the only two that have. that were goats in the 90s, goats in the 2000s, and are goats. In the 2010s. Yeah. Like, who else has done that? That's it. I, I, I feel like I'm missing somebody, but I can't think of them right I now. feel like it too, but I can't think of them either. Nas? But anyway, nah. Nas <laughs> is not a star in the 2010s. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um. Anyway. I don't know who uh, you, I don't know who you would be missing is why. Uh, yeah. Nah. Go ahead. This album, I say that he sounds really good. I don't think this album is incredible. That's fair. I think, I think it's a little bit too long. Uh, there were a few songs I didn't like. Uh, like a few songs I really didn't like. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but overall, man, Snoop impressed me a lot on this. Yeah, I think he had way... He got way too experimental with the um, with the features. They're like way out of there. Some of the people out here, I'm like, why is this person on here? But Snoop, like, some of the songs are bad because of Snoop, but most of the songs that I think are like really bad, it's not because of Snoop. Yeah, it's because of the other people on it or the beat sometimes. But it was solid. I thought it was solid. I really liked. This album had a nice mix of a throwback feel and a modern feel. Yeah. Like, there was a good mix of songs that had, like, throwback vibes. And there were, like you said, there's some some songs that he experimented on that did sound good. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and sure. even some of the songs didn't sound good, but he sounded good, which was, which to me is always impressive. Yeah. Um, but I, I liked his chemistry with a lot of the people he worked with. Uh, I like that this album wasn't like completely about weed. He finally. Yeah, man. He <laughs> like I, I get a song. I get you know. You give, if you're gonna make 22 songs, I give you five. Yeah. Like take me away was the one I remember that was just straight weed talk. Yeah. Fitting with the features, but uh, he didn't have too much of that. Uh huh. And I was a little nervous because, you know, a lot of these guys are, like, promoting this shit at this point. Right. So, right. Uh, but I was impressed with the variety of, of, like, subjects that he tackled. I liked how he 
occasionally like handled like mature topics. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like how he still had fun with this album. This is one of his most mature albums I've heard. Yeah, for sure. I really enjoyed his um his Kool Aid album from 2016. That was a good album. Mm-hmm. It was under the radar, but it was good. <clears throat> But yeah, man, shout out to Snoop. Uh, after he's been out since '93. Man, what a legend! Twenty-six years. Yeah. Um, I I one nitpicky thing I had I wanted Lil Wayne on Countdown. <laughs> That's fair. I like I, that. I really, that beat. Yeah. That beat just made me think of Lil Wayne. I was like, Lil Wayne needs to kill this. Yeah. You got Swiss beats on here. I know y'all can make it happen. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I was surprised Lil Wayne wasn't on the project in general. I know, seeing he had like Russ on here. Yeah. Which is a really oddball choice for him. For Snoop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was I mean there was a couple features. Lil Duval was was a shocker. Yeah. <laughs> I was not ready for that one. I really liked the Nate Dog song. Yeah, me too. Um yeah, man, I, I just liked, I liked how he catered to some of his features, mm-hmm. but he didn't get away from you know like, not making Snoop Dogg music, right? Like I think Blueface Hunted's was an actual good song, mm-hmm. and it kind of caters to like the kind of sound that YG likes to go for. Yeah, that was actually one of my favorites, and we both talked about how we feel about YG. Right, yeah. mustard was a nice touch on there too. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I don't really have a list of favorites. If I had to pick one, uh, I think One Blood, One Cuz I really enjoyed. Good pick. It was a little bit smoother, a little slower. Yeah. I liked it. <laughs> DJ Battle Cat. That's a cool name. <laughs> yeah. All right. Right into the next one? Uh, yeah, I only have two other ones. Who's young next? Thug or uh, let's go Young Thug. Yeah, I don't have a lot to say about Young Thug, uh, and it's not because the album's not good, but it's I don't I don't know what to say about Young Thug a lot of times, honestly. Um, it was a good album though. I think I I won't say I liked it, but I think that um, for Thug, I think. I think he did what Doug does, so I think it was good. I, I the song sounded cool. The beat pick, the beats he picked, were good. I mean, he he always finds that cadence that um, he does better than anyone else, I guess, or you know, his pocket. It was it was a good album. That's really all I got though. Yeah, I don't have too much. I'm kind of the opposite though. I think I agree that I liked the the production on here. Mm-hmm. I felt the young thug, like that his unique, weird sound. Yeah. But he really let me down on this. He did. Yeah, I I just didn't like how he sounded on a lot of the tracks. <laughs> Were you then, looking forward to this though? No. Oh okay. And I've I liked his like l- sort of label thing. You remember? The slime language. Uh, was that what they call? It was what was the thing he dropped with like a bunch of other people, but it was his. I think Slime Language was like his mixtape series, I think. Oh, oh. It, but Slime Language had like, it was it Young Stoner Records language. or whatever. That was him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was Slime Language. 
Okay. Yeah. Was Chanel on there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was hard. I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, that was hard. I was like one of the few people, like a bunch of people were like, dude, what are you talking about? People didn't like that? Yeah. That's my favorite Young Thug record. Like, it's it's my favorite project. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, And with with this one, and with Young Thug, it's it's like tough to really critique him. Yeah. He's kind of like a, you either like it or you don't. (laughs) Right. That's why I didn't have anything Uh, to say. But I just didn't really like his, his sound on this. Okay, that's fair. Uh, I will say the last three tracks are super fire. The, without London? No, with London. Oh, okay, okay. The Juice World think, and the Nav one? Yeah, yeah, Juice World, Nav, and then London were, were all really good songs. He did finish strong, yeah. Yeah. I don't even remember Machine Gun Kelly. and It's crazy. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. All right, moving on. Quick and easy. They got he got to stop working with Future, by the way. I wish everyone would stop working with Future. <laughs> Please, bro. I- <laughs> Yo, stop making Future tracks and just having him as a feature. I'm willing on his fucking mixtapes. Then I know I'm willing to start a petition to get Future's music ended, <laughs> his career over. I'm serious. It's terrible. It is, and uh- he keeps getting worse. Dude, I, I listened to the the cipher that he was on. He was on a uh, cipher. What was the year? It oh, was MGK, oh, an like old twenty thirteen. Yeah, okay. Man, he was so dude. He was so bad. It made me like Danny Brown. <laughs> That's how bad he was. Danny Brown. I haven't heard that name in so long. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he was the one with the chip tooth and the wild hair. Yeah, yeah. Good old Danny Brown. <laughs> Where is he at? Who knows? Uh, all right. Anyway, <laughs> um, Ferg, right? ASAP Ferg. Yes. What's the name of the album again? Um, it's not a good sign that we can't remember. Oh, floor seats. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I my opinions kind of changed on this one. Uh, I actually enjoyed it the first time I heard it. Yeah. And I, I didn't really like deep dive, especially when I first heard it. Yeah. Um, and I was gonna come on here last week and actually give it a good review. <laughs> but luck, luckily, we we got a week off. We got an extra week to to kind of yeah get into it. Yeah. Uh yeah, this album sucks. <laughs> Dude, I told you as soon as you told me about it, it simple. was terrible. Simple, I mean, just it's garbage. Uh, another or, person, him and Future, should go retire together. I to be fair, I never liked any of his other projects. I thought he was he's always good for like one hit, mm-hmm. and then nobody ever plays any of his other music. I know. Like that's that's one thing that should point that you're a trash artist. When they only play your like four hits and nothing else ever gets played from your uh, your playlist. What was his? What was the hit off the first one? Shaba. Shaba and work. Work. Hold up. I gotta close the window. Oh before yeah, 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 yeah. Remember the remix with a bunch of people? Yeah, I remember that. What? Hold up. What's Shaba then? Yeah. Tell me up. Uh, I didn't like Shaba. Work was hard though. Work was hard. Then New Level on the New next level one. New Level was to me his best track by far. What work? 
new level. Oh, new level, yeah, for sure. To me, like that was when he caught a hook that was like super fire for him. Yeah, and that beat, that beat yeah. is crazy. Yeah. Uh, and then everything else on there was. He found a way to make Chris Brown and Ty Dolla Sign bad. <laughs> and he keep. I'll get to it in a second. Then the next one he had Plain Jane, right? Nothing else. Uh, four, like I said. Yeah, and then, man, when you told me to listen to this, every song was, was so bad, and I don't know why. I don't know, like some of the songs were so stupid. That's the only thing I could, only word I could think of, for like yeah. the subject matter. He has like the he's like a club jam kind of guy. Yeah. Like he he his lyrics are just kind of silly and like entertaining. He has to be like I think he relies on being able to like perform with other people. Yeah. Cuz I can't imagine someone going to an ASAP Fur concert. Why? <laughs> what for? Speaking of why, why would you start this album with the two tracks that he did? Like, you're just setting a standard of just trash. Trash. To me, the first two, the first two, two songs on here is all you have to hear. And Jetlag is the um, most streamed song on there, I think. Oh, second. Shocking. It's second to uh, Wham. To me, the only real good song is the last one. Yeah, that song is uh, fire. He, I, I was shocked because I'm like, dude, none, the rest of this album is not this. Ride is the worst song I've heard all year. Bonus track. Oh yeah. All and, and, year. And and he makes it the worst song. It's not just like it's a bad like song. Oh yeah. He does He's the primary reason why. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, he had the audacity to get Ty Dolla Sign on a record and then him sing. That's what Ty Dolla Sign is for. Why are you paying him if he's not the one singing? And he sings terribly. What? What? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why he tried. How? Like, I swear, Made in Tokyo and ASAP Rocky have better verses than anything that Ferg does on here. Oh, for sure. And their verses are not like, you know, something to like go out of your way to check out. They're just okay, both right. of them. Yeah. Anyway, this album ages. Uh, Shit. I don't know. What's something that gets spoiled or gets rotten really fast? <laughs> Hot Any milk. Food. Yes, there you go. Milk. You leave milk out, that's what this album is. Yeah, for sure. Because you can, like, bump it, you know, if you're turnt. Yeah. Like, that's his music is good for, like, backgrounds. Yeah. But uh, for me, once you hear the words, I'm done with it. Especially on butt naked and wigs. Come on, man. All right. Yeah, moving on. You didn't have any other ones from last week? Yeah, I forgot about Ferg, matter of fact. That's how bad this shit was. (laughs) Uh, I forgot. Yeah, uh, Ferg, I didn't forget, was 36 tracks. Oh, yeah. Quality control. That's all you. I didn't even bother. Okay, yeah, I'll get it. I listened to two other albums (laughs) instead of listening to that. Smart, smart call. 
Okay, go ahead. Oh, man. Where to start? I don't want to harp on it too long, but... So, um, 36 tracks. If we had done the podcast last week, I wouldn't have even had a full review. Uh Uh-huh. It took me, I think, four days just to get through it once. (laughs) Because you had to keep stopping? Yeah, because I've gotten through, like, four albums in one day. So it's definitely not my... Like, I have time to listen if I want to. Right. First of all, let's just start. Who the fuck... Who wants 36 tracks of mediocre to garbage artists? (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm calling it how I see it right now. Uh Uh-huh. With the exception of Travis Scott, who's on here for a song, uh-huh. every other artist on here is mediocre at best. <laughs> Take off? For sure. <laughs> Meek Mill, though. Mediocre, like I said. <laughs> <laughs> now, he's, he's, he's like higher quality mediocrity, I would say. Yeah, okay. Anyway, I just... Honestly, I don't really know. It's awful. Okay, I'll just put it out there to begin with. It's so bad. There are so many bad songs. There are so many... What? Lil Yachty should not have been anywhere on this. He was on like seven songs, right? Dude, it felt like 20. <laughs> how, do you, how are you barely on an album, yet you managed to make it feel like you're on it too much? Mm-hmm. How is that even possible? Right. I was... I, dude, I went through it twice because I was like, you know, I don't want to come in here and shit on it after one listen. I got to get through it a second time. <laughs> and I, I, I hustled. I actually listened. And my God, there are so many, just, just so many negatives. Uh, Migos are, are, they just can't find, I don't know. It's, they sound like it's still culture, yet it's worse. Like, to me, they haven't changed much as artists from culture. But for some reason, everything since culture has been worse. (laughs) Yet they don't sound very different. Right. Um, uh, what else? Like like I said, Lil Yachty should not have been anywhere. Why were City Girls on six tracks or five tracks or whatever it was? (laughs) Sounded exactly the same every time. Just trying to catch the wave. Are they on QC? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't know so many of these later guys. Like Duke Deuce was awful in the <laughs> two tracks he appears. I don't even know who that is. What about Marlo? Dude, Duke Deuce gets a solo song. I see. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. It's 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 probably the worst song on the album. <laughs> what about and Collision? There are so many to choose from. I don't. I don't even remember Marlo. Like. He's on Big Bag right here. Who made this be? No? It wasn't it for me, man. I, it just like you can have fun listening to this album because it, it bangs like the it's typical Migos production all over this thing. Like the beats bang, they're easy to rap on. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And and Migos. Individually, they sound good with other artists, but they their songs as individuals with no features yeah are terrible. They're one or two songs by them when it's the whole group. 
are terrible. Stripper bowl was terrible? Stripper bowl is below average. <laughs> like, there's a couple, like, not not all 36 tracks are awful. What's the best song on here? Um, uh, Leave Them Alone with PMB Rock, Lil Baby, uh, Leighton Green. I don't know who that is, but she sounds better than any other female on here. Okay. Easily. City Girls were good on there, too? Yeah. <laughs> Serviceable. Um, they, I can't believe they made a song called Baby with Lil Baby and Da Baby. Yeah, it's actually... Uh, the Baby pops up twice, and he's. I wish he was on here more. Uh-huh. Uh, and Lil Baby is on another album. Cause he sounds, he actually sounds good on every track he's on. Mm-hmm. I actually, his solo track is really good. It's just like a straight rap song, like he just raps the whole time. It sounds good. He pops up on a number of the the like the packed songs, and he kind of steals the show, to be honest. Oh, okay. Um, but again, like it goes back to my original point. It's thirty six tracks. Lil Baby is your best artist. Yeah, that is crazy. Why would anybody want to listen to this? So, Young Thug, he's not on QC? No. He's, I think he has his own thing. How, why are Young Thug, Lil Baby, and Gunna so tight? I don't know. I don't understand. It just, again, 36 tracks. Like, nobody wanted Culture 3. You think anybody wanted this? I don't no. think many people wanted another City Girls album either. The first quality control was awful. And just because you went up from a, I'll go one out of ten with the first one, you went up to a two out of ten. Mm-hmm. But that's the only positive I could give you. Again, I have two real positives. It's Lil Baby because he somehow sounds good on every track, but everybody else sucks. And Travis Scott sounded good. And that... Takeoff sounded good on that song. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's two tracks. I'll give you three. I'll give you the Lil Baby solo track, the, the Travis song, and uh, Leave Him Alone. Three tracks. Out of 36? The rest of them were all bad? or Below average to bad. Below average to bad? Okay. Dude, they, dude, they found a way to make Megan the Stallion sound shitty. <laughs> and she's been killing that it. The, that was the first time I turned this album off. I was like, all right, you know, this kind of sucks, but, you know, you got Lil Baby and Da Baby popped up, which was cool. Frosted Flakes was below average, which is apparently a plus for this album. <laughs> Aster comes on, and you got Megan sounds bad, City Girls sound bad, Quavo sounds like he's he shouldn't even be there. And I'm like, I can't, I have to take a break. Uh-huh. And then I have to take several other breaks. Uh, Playboy Cardi doesn't sound bad. I mean, he's on the song that he's on for like 30 whole seconds, mm-hmm. which is a plus. So He hasn't been very active lately, has he? No. Hmm. But it's just, I was shocked at the length of this thing. I really was. Yeah, 36 tracks is long. I couldn't, like, I couldn't even, I couldn't even ask you to listen to this shit. Oh, uh, it wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I knew you wouldn't have listened to it. There's no way. That's one of the few reasons what kept me going was I was like, I, 
I know Tyler's not going to check this out, so I got to suffer. <laughs> Baby is streamed the most 34 million times. That's cool. I can't believe 5 million, 6 million people listen to this trash. Intro was streamed 7 million times. Whoa. Oh, my God, dude. Lil Yachty tries to... Lil Yachty tries to make you turn off the album in the opening track. This is how you know it's really bad, though. Intro was was uh, streamed 7 million times, and then track 2 was only streamed 1 million times. Yeah. So people I'm, cut it off after... The trust track. me, you get through that intro, you want to cut this shit off, too. Yeah, that's crazy. And then... What it is? They gotta stop pushing Lil Yachty. What it is was only streamed nine hundred thousand times. Oh man, dude, Lil Yachty was just like a. Tr- he somehow, even though I just shitted on pretty much everything on this album, he was hands down the worst part. Oh, I believe that. He's like he a terrible so artist. I don't know why they keep trying to make him famous. I couldn't. Uh, I, I don't understand. Nautica just gave him the like uh, designing deal, like they like forced him to be famous. Nobody, I don't know anyone who says Lil Yachty's in the top five favorites. He's awful. He didn't have a good line. He couldn't, dude. A good line. I'm not asking for a verse. I'm not asking for a hook. I'm not asking you to be on beat. For once in your life? Yeah. Give me a good line. Right. If I have to ask you for a good line, you shouldn't be an artist. <laughs> right. Especially a rapper. Right. But I think I shit on it enough. We can, we can move on to uh, the two you heard. All right. Um, <laughs> I listened to two kind of... Um, uh, smooth R&B albums And that was Snow Allegra's Ugg Those Feels Again And uh, Mac Ayer's uh, What is the album called? Juice Box And um, If you're into really smooth R&B Like kind of chill Like you know You may be sitting back with your girl Cooking or something like that Like one of those kind of moments both really, really, really good albums. Both of them. Um, there's not a lot of energy, specifically with Snows. There's not a lot of energy change in there. It's very one note, and it's all kind of like mellow, which I'm usually not into. But she has a really great voice, man. The production was cool. Um, it, it was just it was a pleasure to listen to. I'll say that. But it wasn't like you know, it didn't hit me to the point where I'm like, man, this album was amazing. But I really liked it, and it was cool to just chill to. I wasn't really doing anything. I might have been reading or something like that. It's one of those. Okay. Um, and Mac Ayer's album is a little funkier, and it's um, he does like this effect with his voice where it sounds like he's like far away or something. Uh, uh, I'll play an I'll play an example real quick. But um, I really enjoyed his too And it was also kind of mellow But um, I, li- I liked his other albums So I'm a fan of his That's really all I got it's 
not much to talk about. There's no features or anything for me to okay. mention, but I'll play a little bit of his, how he sounds. You said you won't cover But nothing grows in the shade Yeah, so. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it was a good album, man. I I definitely would uh, recommend uh, Mac Air's Juice Box for sure, and his other albums. This one was probably the most upbeat out of the other ones, um, but I liked all every last one of his albums a lot. So, yeah, that's all I had for that week. So now we're up to this week. Yeah, couple big ones again. Where do you want to start? Um, let's let's talk Taylor. Uh, you got a lot to say about Taylor? A good amount. Okay, good. You got it. Uh, this is her first album since what? It's been a while. Yeah, seventeen. Uh, okay, maybe not that long. But I think uh, it was early, early twenty seventeen. I, I stopped listening to her because she lost. She somehow dis she like disappeared for a second and she came back with no country sound at one point. You remember that? Yeah. Uh and I actually I don't know if I'm in the minority here, but I enjoyed her country sound a little bit. <laughs> uh-huh. Cuz she had like she was always a pop like singer. Yeah. But she had like a country flavor to it. Right. Which made her kind of stand out. Yeah. Um, but this, this album is good, but I was kind of disappointed with it. You're disappointed? Yeah. What were, what were you expecting? I just, to me, she sounded like other pop artists. Like I didn't hear, like I could have listened to this not knowing what it was. And honestly, assuming I didn't know the singles. Yeah. I could have made a guess Halsey made this album. <laughs> Yeah, I'm laughing because you're definitely right. Because the first couple of songs, I'm like, is this still like it you don't use Spotify, it? right? No. Nah. If you go on Spotify and you like look up a specific song and you press it, like it automatically starts the radio for that song, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, when I was listening to him, like, is this still Taylor? I, I thought I hit the radio like so, so it was like other people's songs. Yeah. I'm like, man. Oh, no, this is still Taylor. I think I was on, like, I think I was on I Think He Knows by then. Okay. But, yeah, I was like, huh. It, okay. Like, I'm I'm criticizing it. It was a letdown for me. Mm-hmm. But, again, I'm acknowledging this is a very good album. It is. Uh, I think there's a lot of potential hits here. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of songs where she sounds really good. Uh, just off the top of my head, Cruel Summer was really good. Yes. Uh, Cornelia Street was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, False God, Afterglow. Um, those are the t- off the top of my head. That's what, five, six tracks? Yeah. That to me are like flawless. Yeah. There's heat um, on here for sure. And her singles, her singles kind of stand out. Mm-hmm. To be honest, uh, you need to calm down and me. Well, me is a top ten radio song of the year, mm-hmm. easily. I've 
no doubt in my mind about that. Yeah. But but both of the singles, they kind of sounded louder than everything else on the album. But that's what she do. Singles. She's a singles artist. That's her game. I mean, if that's her game, then then I understand. But I was just a little thrown off by. You need to calm down. When it comes in, I'm like, whoa, why did the vol? Did I just turn up the volume? <laughs> yeah. She probably like it sounds like it's the radio version like on there, yeah. and not like a different yeah. Um, but but yeah, man, it's a really good album. I mean, she's not really you know, for me like I'm not a huge fan of hers. I think a number of other pop singers are better. I named one. Uh, <laughs> you think Halsey's better than Taylor Swift? F- this Taylor Swift, yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't think, you know, all time, obviously not. Okay, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. But to me, Taylor Swift sounds like Halsey now. Yeah, she doesn't sound very I, unique anymore, for sure. I heard I heard Halsey. I heard a little bit of Ariana Grande on here. I definitely heard Ariana. Uh, yeah. Who else did I hear? Especially those first couple of songs. Yeah, I heard... I probably heard Kelly Clarkson on here a little bit. <laughs> it was just random. I thought... <laughs> Dude, I was I was tripping for a second. I thought I was hearing Ed Sheeran on here. <laughs> when London Boy came on, I'm like, "Whoa, come on now!" Oh wow, yeah. I no, I'm, I'm I'm exaggerating, but like, nah, I get it, it, it though. It does. She doesn't sound unique, and that kind of fucked it up for me. Yeah, because I was just like anybody, like any pop artist could have gave me this album with the you know with not as many great tracks. Mm-hmm. And that's why that's why she's such a great artist is because even though I don't enjoy this album like there's so many tracks that are great right so um, yeah I I I was disappointed but not to not like it's a bad project that's not why right what'd you think uh (laughs) man I feel pretty much the exact same honestly like I said there was a couple songs I'm like yo whose album is this but it wasn't to the point where you know, like you said, it wasn't because they weren't like really good songs. She just didn't sound very unique. She se- seemed like she was trying to fit in a little bit, or um, I didn't. I liked "Cruel Summer." That was my favorite on there, but she wasn't as catchy as she like used to be, I guess. Yeah. But the singles are. Yeah. But it seemed like she was more all around catchy. Like every song was catchy back in the day. But she, yeah. She's getting older, and you know, I don't. Maybe her pen just isn't working like it used to be. Yeah, That's fine. You know, this album it also kind of it's it tried to sound more mature, but it was still like kind of childish. Yeah. Which which didn't really mix that well because it some of the songs didn't trend like you know transition very well. Right. Like it would just abruptly end, and then you're going to a song that completely contradicts the previous song. Right. Or, or the style is different where it's like like Cornelia Street is one of the best songs on here and you follow that up with Death by a Thousand Cuts. <laughs> yeah. Which is probably the worst song on here. Right. Yeah. Nah, the Man was pretty bad. Easily the corniest hook of the year. For sure. If I was a man, I'd be the man. Yeah. Bruh, I was like, I, I wanted to turn it off for a little bit after that, honestly. I was like, come on, don't do this to me. I did turn it off, but there, I, I've seen a lot of people singing that, though. Uh, I, I think I saw it on a commercial. 
If I I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I saw it on a commercial. That's where I heard it the first time, actually. That's some shit Lil Yachty could come up with. <laughs> right. The thing is, um, the writer that worked on here with Taylor, it was also Lana Del Rey's writer and Lord's writer. You think one writer worked on this? Oh no, it it was it was Taylor and this guy like did let me let me see. I'm looking at it right now. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Uh nine of the songs on here was Taylor and this one person. Oh, okay. And he writes for Lana and F U N fun, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I forgot you existed. Um Post Malone's writer was on that. Um but I don't know what she does normally, but I'd be surprised if she had like one writer like that before. Dude, and this, she, has a, she probably has like a team of people helping her out. Yeah, and this this guy, his name is Jack Antonoff. He's he is only on like a couple of Taylor Swift's singles, other than this. Mm. Not like a full album like this. So that's kind of that's interesting, but I don't know. I don't know. You know, I don't know enough about music to say what that means or why she would do that. But yeah. Um, it definitely, when there's only one writer, we've seen, like on uh, Ariana Grande's Sweetener, it kind of has the same sound a lot, and it kind of doesn't sound like the artist very much. Yeah, I just didn't feel Taylor Swift as much as I have when I listened to her before. Yeah, I didn't either, for sure. Maybe she didn't do as much of the collaboration as she normally does. Maybe she didn't write it as much as she normally yeah, does, yeah. you know? Could be, cause I th- I thought a long time ago like Taylor used to make a big deal about her writing all her own songs. They all do that shit. Yeah, cause I remember she would say, "Oh, I wrote this about Nick Jonas or uh, Jared Leto and all you know, all those other guys she dated." But I remember her yeah. saying specifically she wrote songs about the guys. Yeah. I- that was one of the other things I didn't like. I, like, the crazy part of this album, first of all, there wasn't enough crazy. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't sound like it sounded stupid. <laughs> the few times, like, normally, like, she's always had that, like, seemingly normal but low-key crazy vibe. Yeah, yeah. And that it, it's reflected in the sh- stuff she says. Right. Uh, but with this album, it just didn't feel, I don't know, man. Like I said, it just didn't feel like her... Uh, but that's what elite artists do. Even on their off days, they drop some heat. Yeah. Me is OD fire, by the way. Of course. Like, I heard it on the radio, but it came on the fucking album, and I'm like, holy shit, this is a hit. Yeah, and um, Brendan... Uh, Yuri. Yuri, yeah, man. I, I've always oh. been a fan of his. And even if I didn't like Panic at the Disco's songs, I liked him on there. His singing. Yeah, crazy collab. Yeah, it's a fire collab. I don't know why pop artists don't collab more. For sure, yeah, dude. They can make some, like, crazy fire. Yes. Every time they do, it's fire. Yeah. Every time. But, uh, shout out to Taylor Swift, man. On to the next. What's next? 
Jeezy? Uh, Jeezy was the big one. It's the only other one I got a chance to listen. You Did you hear um, he's retiring after this album? Ah, uh, don't say it ain't so. That's what he said. That's tough. Uh, yeah, go ahead. You like Jeezy a lot, right? Uh, Not a lot. I like... Jeezy is weird. Jeezy... He is perceived to be a much better rapper than he actually is. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. He's like ranked for people where... <laughs> he should not be ranked. <laughs> yeah, but the crazy thing is, it's like... Maybe like impact. He's had a big impact, you could say. Yeah, and you know, it's really not rank. It's like a respect he gets for some reason. Yeah. Because like he's not on anyone's top 50, I don't think. No, nah, he's not. If he is, they just don't know music. <laughs> but... As far as um, respect, he like everyone says, oh, that's Jeezy. Like, I've never been excited for a Jeezy album. Nah, me neither. He's I've never honestly I've never heard him put three tracks in a row that I like. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that. Honest. Yeah, I was gonna say when I listen to this, I was like, I think five is the number I'm gonna say. Uh huh. But as I listened to this album, and I was just thinking of some of his other stuff, I was like, damn, I don't think I ever heard three heat tracks in a row from him. <laughs> yeah. Like, bro, Young Thug just gave me an awful, not an awful, but like a bad album for me. Yeah. And I found three tracks on there in a row. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got you. All right. Jeezy is one of these artists, I would much rather hear him on a, as a feature than an album from him. Me too. And I like I, could, I like a lot can, of his features. I like more featured songs of his than him. Hundred percent. His songs for sure. Yeah. To me, to me, he could fit on like every rap album of the of 2019. Yeah. Um, but so th- this album's 18 tracks. Uh, it's not 18 tracks seems a little long, but it doesn't feel long. I'll give him that. It doesn't feel long at all. Oh, the songs are really uh, short. Some of them are less than three yeah. minutes. Yeah, he doesn't like. He doesn't drag anything, which is nice, mm-hmm. which I'm always a fan of. Uh, but the, the first half of this album is is not very good, and, and it's it's where he has to shine. You know, he doesn't really have too many features. The first nine the first. songs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, up to White Keys. Um, yeah. I look look like I, I I was cool like it was a cool bump but I didn't really like any of the so- other songs. Okay, I liked a couple, but go ahead. Um, but the second half of this album definitely picks up. Yeah, it does. Uh, I think he he has great chemistry with Meek. He has, obviously he's flawless with Ross as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know who that is speaking highly of. Yeah. Yeah. I was. What was really shocking to me was Fake Love. Fire. Was, to me, easily the best track. For sure. And the chemistry's crazy. It's it just, it's such a good song. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the problem with Jeezy. Like, he has gems on every project. Yeah. But it's, it's too few. I, Jeezy, I don't know if it's like the Thug, the Thug, um... You know, like the Beauty and the Beast kind of cohesion that he has. Where, like, if he has, like, a sweet singing voice, female singing voice on a song, it's fire every time. 
if it's him and the and a female, I, I don't know why, but he just has that chemistry with with female artists for some reason. I like yeah. everyone he does with a female on the hook or uh, you know, a solid female voice on there. Yeah. But I agree with pretty much everything you're saying. By the way, about the album. Uh, yeah, Continue. I mean the, the album. Gunna has no reason to be on this album. Gunna has no reason to be making music, honestly. <laughs> like, Jeezy, come on. You got all these goats on here, and, and you throw Gunna? And Noah Sharf. Like, dude, there's so many up-and-coming artists. Get Chance. Get YBN Corday. Get Machine Gun Kelly. He got Noah Scarf. Get, get Gold Link. He got Noah Scarf and Ball Greasy. <laughs> <laughs> but Gunna was by far the worst one. He was worse than Noah to you? I think so. Wow. They were close. I mean, it was tough. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I thought the John Legend track kind of was a letdown. Yes. Uh, a major ended, letdown. It ended this the album with like a sour note for me. And John Legend's like, for some reason, Rick, Big Sean, like they always put John Legend on the outro for some reason. Yeah. Every time. And he usually kills it. But it's it's like he didn't really let him kill it on this one. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Jeezy <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and great, but dude, you gotta you have to have more variety in your content than just moving, you know, cocaine or whatever. Yeah. Selling like, dope. Oh, there's only so many just the same shit like Lil Wayne, dude. I don't need to hear that you eat pussy on every <laughs> song. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's the same thing every I, time, dude. I get it. You fucking used to move cocaine. You used to move drugs. I get it. Or you, or you still do. Whatever. Like, dude, every track is about that shit. <laughs> yeah. Like you're laughing, but I know you know what I'm saying. Like I'm, I'm still not laughing lying. at the Wayne part. <laughs> Yeah, I just I had to give an example. <laughs> You're completely G- right though. Every single G-Z time, falls man. That same. That's what I was saying about Snoop. That's why I like Snoop so much. Cause I'm like, like I expect you to talk about weed all the time, and you don't. That's good. Yeah. And it's like, dude, I know you're gonna talk about the trap. That doesn't mean you have to only talk about the trap. Yeah, and like, for OGs, like I don't. I know you're an OG. You don't have to keep reminding me that you're an OG. Right. Right. Like, we know. That's the part I, I don't understand about guys like Jeezy. He doesn't do it as much as some of the other guys. But, like, you don't have to tell me every every song that you're, like... It's like he's speaking down to people every song. Yeah. Like, Rick doesn't even do that. And he's, you know, quote-unquote the boss. Rick really well. Yeah, he does. Rick will give you... He'll give you one of those, but then he'll give you, like, a, like a female-driven song. Right. And Jeezy's like, good for one every ten years. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Fake love, dude. There should have been like four to five tracks like fake love on here for sure. If you if you split every three tracks, you give me like a slow with a great hook. Yeah, this album would have been so much better. But it's like the first eight tracks are talking about the same shit. Yeah, and it doesn't even like even if even if the content is like repetitive. You don't really, you don't give me that much bars. 
<laughs> like, he didn't kill as many of the verses as I wanted him to. I know. And for him to say this is his last album, this is not a Dude, good last that album. that hurts. Yeah. And the features let me down, honestly, in turn, like, total. Like, do you remember his last album had J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar on the same song? Yeah, and Tory Lanez on the next song. And all we get is Meek and Ross. And CeeLo Green. <laughs> is CeeLo still making his own music? Uh, probably not. You got a top five? On here? Yeah. Hell no. <laughs> uh, Fake Love is a clear one. Yeah. 06 is a clear two. Uh huh. <clears throat> and Look Like was a three. Okay. I liked uh, Fake Love, MLK. I liked One Time. I liked One Time off the first half. <laughs> I liked the CeeLo Green song too, honestly. I was joked about it, but I, I kind of liked it. But. I really didn't like any of his solo songs, really. Like like you said, one time was all right, but the rest of them... Dude, he's not really fit to carry a track. No, he's not fit he to never, carry an album. All his... Dude, all his, how many hits does he have by himself? None. I don't think he has one. Is I Love It by himself? Mm, I don't think it is. I don't know. What's the one, uh, Blue... Blue. What's the track with Obama? He references Obama. Oh, my president is black. Is that him? <laughs> no, I, th- I think someone else is on that too. Damn, I like that one. Oh no, he has "I Love It" by himself. That song was fire. Okay, okay I'll give him one. I forgot him and well, I won't say the name, but him and the guy that's on about- "Go Get It" was fire on that one uh, song. But. Put On was fire too Put On was legendary Soul Survivor yeah. was legendary Yeah uh, Trap or Die yeah. is the one that people say is his best album right Yeah Nah <laughs> <laughs> Nah it's not I couldn't tell you what his best album is Cause again I pull two to three tracks from every album he does And never listen to it again Yeah Yeah Alright <clears throat> Who's next? Uh, what what else did you listen to? Um, I listened to. What did I listen to? You what did you ask me if I listened to earlier? Uh, Jadena. I listened to Jadena and Rhapsody. I think that's it. I got a sneaky one after. Let me know about them two first. Um. Okay. So Jadena. Jadena. The classic man himself dropped 85 to Africa. Um, and I really hated classic man, by the way, which was like became a worldwide sensation for some reason. And that first album I hated too, The Chief. Was that what it was called? Yeah. <laughs> that album was trash to me. But man, 85 to Africa, I was pleasantly surprised. I was really really impressed like he really raps on here like you know classic man he rapped a little bit but it was more of him just talking like trying to be cool he was really rapping on this 85 to africa man gold link was a good feature all the features were pretty cool um i, I don't there may be like two 
terrible songs on here, but the rest of it, I really didn't think any song was bad on my first listen. It was, I really enjoyed listening to it, man, honestly. And I, from the most surprising place, and like I said, I really hated Jadena, honestly, when he first came out with Classic Man. But it's a good project, really good project for for him. I won't say it's a really good project for everybody, but it's a good project. Okay. It's nice and short. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, it was quick. It was really, really quick. Um, Then, what did I say? Rhapsody? Yeah. Um. <clears throat> all right, so... <laughs> she named every song after, like, a famous female, famous black female. Um, and... Most of the subject matter is about her talking about being a black female, a black woman. Um, well, I shouldn't say most of it. Some songs were strictly about being being a black woman, which clearly I can't relate to. A lot of people can't relate to, right? Um, but with that being said, the lyrics on here, man, top-notch. Top-notch lyrics, honestly. I... And it, it's different. Like, I can't compare her to, like, Nicki Minaj and stuff because they don't rap about anything, any of the same things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. But I, I liked a lot of the songs on here. Some of them had a really nice bop to them. Some of them were, like, um, she switches it up a lot, and she still somehow brings it back to being, you know... Uh, woman empowerment which is cool uh i might not want to listen to a whole album for it but it was it was good man it was really good honestly really 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 good i don't know if i like how's how's jid oh you know killed it of course how's cold world how's he doing fire that that was the single that one has been out for a while Uh, i'm tired of his fire feature head ass yeah i liked i liked his feature a lot honestly getting tired of that shit yeah uh d'angelo was cool um uh lee Khalid. i don't know how to say her name 47 the girl on the fourth track she bodied it too she did um and i like how she had her features at the end i I like that because then okay you really got to hear her, and then you got to hear like what she does with other people, mm-hmm. and I like how like it was nonstop features too. It was good, man. I I definitely would recommend it for sure, for sure. Um, I think that's I think that's all I listened to. I feel like there was one yeah. more. You didn't check oh. out Pee Wee Longway. <laughs> Pee Wee Longway dropped. Apparently, I'm just finding out. I was not aware. No, the um, Vic, the Vic Mensa thing. That's oh yeah. That's what it was. That's what I was trying to remember. Oh, dude, don't tell me it sucks. <laughs> don't don't say it. Why? You think it's good? No, I'm. I didn't listen to it. I'm. I, I'm hoping it's not. It's not bad. It's not bad. No, it's not okay. bad. Okay. But it's God. rock. It's a rock album. That's no, but I'm just I just didn't want it to like be awful. No, it's not awful. There's definitely some I heard, songs I liked on here for sure. I heard a little snippet. Ugh, man, I don't remember what it was, but it did not sound good. <laughs> I it was like 
Well, all right. So there's like four songs I liked, and the rest out of, them, of out of fourteen. The rest of them is not that I didn't like them, but I'd be perfectly fine never hearing them again, if that makes sense. They're pretty. They're just irrelevant, I guess, to me. They weren't terrible, but I still listened to them and I could sit through it. Like I feel like this is an album, and maybe it's because I was listening to a lot of stuff. Like I would need to only listen to this album. Like just picking one song out of here and then going back to Jeezy or something, it didn't feel right. So I listened to the whole album twice, and um, I I don't know how to describe it honestly. <laughs> I really don't. What has happened? What has happened to his career? Vix? Yeah. I don't know, man. How did he go from There's a Lot Going On, which is a super fire EP. Super fire. Flawless? To, the, to his debut album. Uh, not flawless, but like one miss. One miss, okay. Uh, then Autobiography, which is a solid debut album. Oh, yeah. New Bay was the miss. No, 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 no. Hold on. New Bay was not the miss. New Bay was my miss. What was the miss? If not New Bay. It had to be 16 shots. It's been a while. It had to be 16 shots. All right, all right. Go ahead to his album, Autobiography. Yeah, I thought it was good. It was a step down, though. Yeah, it was. But it was okay. Yeah, it was. And then he would disappeared. I remember that. Yeah. And then Hooligans dropped, and we both liked that. Yeah, I liked Hooligans a lot. I liked now it better than his album, honestly. Oh, easily. Yeah. And now we got here? <laughs> like, what... What is the trajectory here? Yeah, man. I'll I'll let you hear I'll let you hear something. Because I I don't know how to like really critique it, I guess. But I liked it. But I wouldn't listen to wow. it a lot. I'll play um album cover is wild. Yeah, album cover is wild. The whole thing is wild. I was a dumbass drinking in a Volkswagen I was a hero looking for the heroine I was lost I was gone I was an alcoholic loser coming for the end And I know I play myself like an accordion I wasn't lost Have you heard enough? Yeah. <laughs> I I give it to him. I always thought his voice was meant for more than just like rapping. Well, he started out in a rock band. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he he started out in a rock band and um he like he started doing like some rage against the machine rapping and and people liked it. Then he started rapping a lot like in more of the songs. Yeah, and then like their fans, I forgot the name of the group, but they're it was a kind of a local group for uh, Chicago, I guess. Their fans started saying, "Yo, we like the rapping dude." So then he just started rapping by himself, and you know. I remember the first time I heard him was with Chance. Okay, yeah. I think it was what was it, Cocoa Butter Kisses? Is that him and Vic? Yeah, I think it, yeah, I think so. 
They had a couple other ones. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah, that Chicago thing. Yeah, he's he's had an interesting career trajectory. I'm curious to see what he does next. <laughs> he better go back to rapping. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Whatever he does next, he better be rapping. This I think this was the good one. It's a bad dream with a good Charlotte. I'll, I'll fast forward. Yeah, this sounds good. Yeah. That was that was my favorite song on there. So it's not bad. I like it. I like I like how he's exploring, but like something that it's not like you know he has no business doing. Like he's he actually sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and the beats. Some of the beats on there were hard. Like that one. There's some like that that are nice. It's worth listening to it. You know, you may not love it, but it has some joints on there. Okay. Yeah. Um, I listened to one little low-key project. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you heard of Polo G? I've seen him on a feature, I think. Yeah, I, I heard of him through... Uh, he was on, what was it, LA Leakers, I want to say. He had a little freestyle. Uh-huh. Uh, for over uh, Sanguine Paradise. Okay. The, the little Uzi. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he killed it, man. And and I saw this album dropped on Dat Piff. Okay. Fire. And I was like, you know, let me check this guy out. Maybe he's like really like I I really like how he sounded on the the freestyle. Dia Legend. So I was like, yes. Okay. Um, and there's no features here. It's just him. Um, I don't know if it's probably not his first project as far as I know, but it is. Uh, okay. Yeah. Th- this is, I don't think it's a great album or mixtape, but I, I liked a lot of the things I heard. Knowing that it's his first project. Does yeah. that make you think any differently about it? it? It makes me like it a little bit more. Okay. Uh, I, I right off rip. You could tell he's going to be a good rapper. Okay, I like that. Now he he's got to work on like, you know, he tries to go for some slower like singing sounds that he doesn't really hit. Yeah. But again, his first project, I, I give you a pass, mm-hmm. especially when when you rap, it sounds really good. Yeah. And like you clearly know what you're doing, you clearly have business rapping, and you know I actually was impressed with some of the songs. Okay. I don't think there's any like crazy gems that I'm gonna come back to like very often, but I'm I'm definitely gonna be on the lookout to see what he does next. Okay, cool. I think opening he starts and finishes this track or this album really well. Okay, like a really good energy to the opening track, and then he closes out with a banger. I'm gonna check it out for sure. Oh, he yeah. he's on that plug talk uh thing. Oh, that mixtape, okay. yeah, that's where I saw him. Yeah. yeah. It's like I know I saw that name featured on something. Uh, yeah, I think he's going. I think it'll take a little while, but I think he's gonna blow up at some point. 
Yeah. Assuming he continues to, you know. Yeah. Stay on the right path. Yeah. Okay. Wow, he's spent time in Chicago's correctional facilities. <laughs> All right. I was, yeah, I don't know him that well, but. <laughs> I'm just reading his, like, about bio mm. for getting a major label contract and viral hits. Still in his late teens, the rapper left jail and began releasing songs and videos while still unsigned without management. My guy went to jail. My guy went to a correctional facility in his teens. Yeah. Sheesh, that's tough. <laughs> He's legit. <laughs> True. Yeah. Okay. He he wrote his first song when he was incarcerated. They say. I swear, bro. That's that's become like a thing. I know. You like it's almost like you have to like come out of jail go to or prison something. to yeah like really make a hit. Yeah, Pac started that. <laughs> Came out with All Eyes on Me, the, <laughs> one of the best yeah. rap albums ever. Off his stint, so everyone thinks straight out the penitentiary. Yeah, so everyone thinks that's how how you got to do it. Yeah, Is, that's all the music we got. Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, Paul, I missed what I missed. Trey, the truth. <laughs> Probably will miss that permanently. I thought about uh, catching up to Trey, the truth. I'm definitely missing Pee Wee Longway. Oh yeah, I'm gonna miss that permanently to, for sure. You'd have to pay me to listen to that. <laughs> uh, you hear the new um, uh, Kid Ink single? Ooh no. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. It's just okay. Ah. It's not all that. I I listened to another low key thing. Um, <clears throat> this guy named Mar Gray. Uh, I don't know what genre this is, but um, he has like that kind of. Um, it's like a mix of Bryson and Travis, I guess. Like where the beats Ooh. are like really hard, but like Bryson's speed, but yet they kind of they're really melodic on it. Oh, okay. Yeah, hold on. I'll, I'll show you one second. I gotta watch my steps. Somebody gotta watch my bed. But I gotta pay for that. And they gonna pay for that. Cause that's just payback. God told me to forgive. I can't erase that. I'm in a 458. Dodging all the hate. You try to stun on a nigga, but you a fraud. Things had to one major, but I'm a star. When it started to live, well, I feel like God. I'm not a ball hog. I get assist off. Your dick's too soft. Cool. Yeah, and he kind of sings on it too. You know, does that Bryson like switch up his singing too? That sounds good. Yeah, man, it sounded really, really good, honestly. Like the whole thing, but okay. it wasn't like I guess his um, game isn't that wide, so nothing on there really stood out. It all kind of oh, sounded okay. like that song, but nothing sounded bad. So that's all. Uh, so shout out to Mar Gray. The name of that is Start of Forever. I enjoyed it. I downloaded it. Um, that's all I got though. Definitely, officially, all I got. 
Damn, I missed a single with uh, Wiz and Moneybag Yo. I didn't even see that. Yeah, no, I'm just seeing. I'm gonna check that out. Um, the VMAs were tonight. I don't really care about music awards. Yeah, but I'm. I want to know who performed. Uh. uh wow, Taylor won for I. You need to calm down already. All right. Um. I got a gem. I think I'm gonna play something off Rhapsody's album. I will play. This is Oprah featuring Lee Kali 47. Give me honorary masters. masters. Rapper worth the green just like the masters. The new slave talking like you got a master. <laughs> Screaming free thought. Free thought. All the greatest legends behind bars, they really talk. They really talk. Everything I say is everything I really want. Got it for the free though, if it wasn't what I really bought. I really yeah. yeah. Pigeon pose. Pigeon pose. Only way we ever, ever coming toe to toe. My Ivy Coast Congo blood got me triple toe. Yeah, I got the juice. Woo. Dollars, 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 circulate. Dollars, 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 circulate. Dollars, 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 circulate. Dollars, 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 circulate. Give the homies, homies money so they eat well. When and cop the Audi, gotta go and get it detailed. Drive, don't depreciate the value of the resale. Still talking that shit in this mother like we easy. Hold up, mother shit flow, bring the funk back. This for my young heads, my real ones, and old blacks. This for my nasty niggas asking where the hoes at. This gon' be the break, we stop and make them do the soul clap. Dollars, hey, dollars, dollars, circulate. Dollars, 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 circulate. Dollars, 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 circulate. Dollars, 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 circulate. Hey, dollars, dollars, circulate. Dollars, 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 circulate. Dollars, 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 circulate. Dollars, dollars, circulate. It ain't uncommon to borrow a dollar. Invite me over to eat with your mama. I like the checks with the commas on commas. I want the checks with the commas on commas. It ain't uncommon to borrow a dollar. Invite me over to eat with your mama. I like the checks with the commas on commas. I want the checks with the commas on commas. I need them dollars. Run me my half or I put a hole in your wallet. Cold case on my waist. You don't want these problems. Bank calls said they running out of commas. That's on my mama. I'm steady mobbing. Post it up till I reach my profit margin. Cash money nine nine and two thousand. Hustler, don't you hear my stomach growling? Bitch, I'm bout it. I'm hungry, so I need them tender greens spilling off my plate. Cash on delivery, bitch. I raise the stakes. You wait. What I fucking make Just a pop out and I don't even show my face So yeah, to count it all Gonna take about a minute Don't claim the gang, ho If you know you're not with it 
marijuana scented, windows tinted, keep it low, cause you know these niggas can't wait to print it, oh yeah. It ain't uncommon to borrow a dollar, invite me over to eat with your mama, I like the checks with the commas on commas, I want the checks with the commas on commas, it ain't uncommon to borrow a dollar, invite me over to eat with your mama, I like the checks with the commas on commas, I want the checks with the commas on commas. Dallas, hey, Dallas, Dallas, circulate. Dallas, 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 circulate. Dallas, 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 Wouldn't last if it was up to white Jesus. Niggas started to believe it, started birthing and bleeding it. Oh, the lies y'all sold us. Oh, this poor love of ours, this gospel we sing, this little shine of mine, I'm gonna let it eat me up. I'm gonna let it kill me. Gonna let it fuck me up till I'm leaning, till I'm feeling, till I'm feeling better. Wow. I kind of feel better now. Cause I got it now. All right, that was uh, Oprah Rhapsody in Lee Khalif '47. Um, we got anything else for anything else serious we gotta talk about? Uh, not that I could think of. Um, did you see Tarantino? Nah, man, I didn't get. I didn't get to. I haven't watched man. anything. Damn. I haven't watched anything. I need to. There's a couple things I want to watch. I will be able to watch soon, though. But yeah, I'm waiting on uh, it chapter two. Oh yeah. What is it? Not next week. I think the week after next. Yeah, yeah. Did you see the trailer for the um, the morning show with Jennifer Aniston and Steve Carell and somebody else? No. It's the like first Apple original movie. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, good cast. And someone else big in there too, I think. Uh, uh, uh oh, Reese Witherspoon. Mm. Yeah, it'll be. It comes out in November. Comedy drama. So <clears throat> I'm excited. I'm excited to see all that. This, all these original movies and shows coming from so many fucking platforms now. I know, and these big artists doing them. I mean, big uh, actors yeah. doing them. Yeah. Surprisingly. It used to be like TV shows have like taken over that I did not expect when I was younger. <laughs> like when I was younger, TV shows were for like the for like a different type of actor. Yeah. Like mo- movie stars did not go to TV when I was, you know, from like 10 to 15. Right. They came from TV, but they didn't go back for sure. I want to say True Detective started that. True Detective. Because McConaughey, McConaughey was like blowing up right at that time. Yeah, he was. And Woody Harrelson was like kind of a goat at that point. Yeah. And then that shit was super fire. And from then, I just it took off. After that, I remember. Um. True Detective is HBO, right? Yeah. Either way, HBO started it. Oh yeah. Yeah, whether it was True Detective or another show, it was HBO that 
definitely they were the first ones to have all these big actors on TV I think yeah um, but then they got people like Angela Bassett on network like you know on regular TV it's crazy yeah um, Matt Dillon did that one show one time not that Matt Dillon is like those people's echelon but he's yeah. been in he's a movie guy he's not as yeah, he was in a he was an Oscar winner probably the worst one but what uh, Crash uh, the worst Oscar winner worse I don't know I mean I gotta think about it what else is there that's one <laughs> yeah what's know. that what's the one that beat uh, Saving Private Ryan mm. didn't well, it was like some boring like romance movie yeah I don't know I don't remember it, that sucked and it beat Saving Private Ryan, which is ridiculous. Which is a classic. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all I got, man, for... I don't have a lot of TV yeah. stuff. We'll be back next week. It was Shakespeare in Love, by the way. Hmm. Oh, yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow was in that shit. Shakespeare oh. in Love? Yeah. I've never even heard of it until oh. you just brought it up. I forgot that even happened. Dude. Dude. Gwyneth Paltrow is like, I, I don't know. She's like the Jeezy of movies. <laughs> <laughs> I want her featured, but I don't want her to be the star. And she gets respect for nothing. Yeah. She's like considered a top tier actress. Like, for what? <laughs> <laughs> She's never had a top tier role to me. For what? Kate Kate Winslet was in uh, the Titanic. What is she doing? Right. There's a lot of people better than Gwyneth. Oh, two two quick things before we get out of here. I saw uh, Mandalorian trailer looks cool. It's fire. Uh, I'm excited for Star Wars is looking very interesting with some of the stuff they're doing. Yeah. I saw the Rise of Skywalker thing looks cool. Yeah. Uh, they're, they they they're doing a really good job of presenting it and advertising it. Disney Plus is trying to take over, man. Yeah, they are. <laughs> and and the other thing, I almost forgot. Cut it out with the Matrix Four, please. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see a it either. sequel. You're killing me. I'm ready for Keanu to hang it up now. Honestly. No, 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 no. I didn't say, I ain't saying all I'm that. I'm saying it. I, but don't, Wick, don't come back as Neo, please. John Wick is ready to stop. Keanu, yep. is, it's time. We don't need any more Keanu, honestly. Do you really need to see another John Wick? No, I, I don't. Oh, John Wick, hell no. I'm good. <laughs> Keanu, I mean, the problem with him is whatever he does is going to be a remake. Whatever it is. They're talking about doing speed again. They're really trying to fuck up all his classics. <laughs> Let it go. Bruh, forget forget those. Make another Bill and Ted movie. Right. There's some actors. There's some simple. There's some actors that should just, they should let it go because their past is so good. Like Bruce Willis, no more, please. No more. Dude, why is Tom Cruise trying to bring back Top Gun? <laughs> oh, Dude, you saw I that was... in the uh, movies? Yeah, I went to see what was uh, what was the last thing I went to see? Uh, I saw that Hobbs Fury. and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw, yeah. 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 Dude, you know who got excited? Who? Not a fucking soul, bruh. The theater was silent. <laughs> People didn't even know what it was. People in my theater, my 
dude, dude, when when uh, Schwarzenegger came out of being a governor, and his first movie was like with with Johnny Knoxville. I forgot what the movie was called, but it was like trash. When they were like in the woods or something. It was like in it was like country. He was like a sheriff. Oh of some yeah, kind. yeah. It was the, the last, sheriff, wasn't it? Was it the sheriff? Maybe it was something like that. Yeah. But anyway, it was Schwarzenegger's return. That was from like nine years hiatus, straight or whatever. trash. And it was awful. You could tell from the trailer it was gonna be awful. Yeah. Dude, and people were like cheering. People were going nuts in the movie theater. I don't even remember remember what I was seeing. <laughs> but That's Top crazy. Gun. Top Gun, I mean, Top Gun has, like, iconic things, but it's not even up there for me in movies. It's overrated. Overrated. Yeah. Of all of, dude, of all of Tom Cruise's movies, it's, it's not that high for me. I'd rather watch Risky Business. I'd rather watch, dude, I'd watch Interview with a Vampire before I watch Top Gun. The Firm. I mean, he got some, oh, he got other oh. good movies. Yeah. Tom Gunn is not even top 10 for me with Tom. No, not for me. No, not. I'd watch the whole Mission Impossible series before. I'll skip two, but I'll watch the rest of it. Wow, two gets so much unwarranted disrespect. I just don't want to rewatch it. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I liked two when it came out. I, I, when I was, obviously I was really young, but when it first came out, it was one of my favorite movies. But anyway, we got sidetracked, but please, God, do not continue The Matrix. No, yeah, let it go. Let it go, for God's sake. You're you already not, ruining Terminator. Bruh, not, not, not everybody could do what uh, George Miller did with Mad Max. And that's a very, a very particular thing that he did. That does not happen. Is he doing Matrix? No, oh. no, no. I'm just, I'm just saying he brought back Mad Max yeah, did, yeah. after, like... 15 20 years of retirement and with all new people yeah. yeah nobody thought that shit was gonna be good right and he killed it. and and i hope again I, I love being wrong on movies especially ones i think are gonna suck yeah but matrix 4 no man. keanu if morpheus stop, if morpheus is not back i'm not seeing it i don't care well oh yeah Lawrence fishburne probably won't he probably not Hell doing no. that trash please not please don't do it they had to pay him a lot of money to do that. There was someone else I was talking to earlier. I mean, talking about earlier uh, this week when I saw the Matrix 4 thing. I was like, Keanu needs to stop acting. And it was one other person I said needed to stop acting. Because they just keep making garbage. And now John Wick isn't garbage. But every other Keanu movie he's done in the last however many years, I can't think of another movie. I know he's done them. Keanu, Keanu has a lot of bad ones. What's the one? Um, the day the Earth stood still. Oh, that was a good try, but oh no, it wasn't. <laughs> That's didn't again, cut dude, it. If why would you make an alien invasion movie boring? Why would you even make it? Because they that's a remake. That's why. It was a somehow more boring than a '60s movie. The original one was in was in the '60s. Right or fifties maybe? It's in black and white. I was, saw the original one because my it was early as fuck. Yeah, yeah. My parents made me watch the original one when that one came out. They're like, "Yeah, you need to see the one we saw when we were kids." 
I was like, no, nah, I don't need to, need to do that. Like, yeah. Dude, OG OG movies get overrated like crazy. Yeah. Like, there's a couple of gems. There is. A couple, like, for me, the Westerns are gems just because that's really the only thing they can make look cool back then. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Clint has some of those of fire Western gems. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's not yeah, 60s, not even, but... Yeah, what's the one, the good, bad, and ugly, I think? Mm-hmm. Super fire. Yeah. Anyway. All right, we'll be back. <laughs> yeah, we will. We will be back. Um. So you said Snoop for uh, a throwback? I can get a Snoop. Fire Snoop. <laughs> Bro, um, why was Slick Rick on Snoop's album? <laughs> Honestly, uh, I couldn't tell you. I'll just I'll just play the legend. That, ever... that that song was trying to get deep, but I didn't really feel it like that. <laughs> I didn't either. Uh, all right, we'll be back. It's okay. Like every single day May I kick a little something for the G's And make a few ends as I breeze through Two in the morning and the party still jumping Cause my mama ain't home I got bitches in the living room getting it on And they ain't leaving till six in the morning So what you wanna do? Shit, I got a pocket full of rubbers And my homeboys do too So turn off the lights and close the door But for what? We don't love them hoes Yeah so we gon' smoke a ounce to this Jeans up, hoes down While you motherfuckers bounce to this Don't get upset, girl, that's just how it goes I don't love you hoes, I'm out the door And I'll be Rolling down the street, smoking in now Sipping on gin and juice Laid back With my mind on my money and my money on my mind Rolling down the street, smoking in now Sipping on gin and ju
late. 